I'm Merritt Rollins-Brown, Mindset and Life Coach, and you are listening to the Mindset for Mealtimes podcast, where I help you stop emotionally eating and reshape your relationship with food, yourself, and with your body. Hello, beautiful friends. I hope you have had a wonderful week thus far. If this audio sounds different, it's because I'm recording this podcast in a hotel room. My husband and I are in California right now, and it is just beautiful. We walked around San Francisco, which we love, and we stayed at the cutest hotel in Knob Hill, the Golden Gate Hotel. Usually, when Rob and I travel, we don't really care where we stay because We are hard travelers, which means we wake up and are on the go until basically we are ready for bed. But at the Golden Gate, they had a wonderful breakfast, a cozy fireplace, and there was tea time with cookies in the evenings. So after a long day of walking around, pretty sure we clocked between 13 and 15 miles each day. We were thinking of where to end our evening, and we toyed with the idea of going out to a bar, but we ended up back at the hotel for tea and relaxation time by the fireplace, and it was just awesome. So if you are ever visiting San Francisco, go stay at the Golden Gate Hotel. Okay, I wanted to share a few things to help you create a morning routine, a nighttime routine, and a cleaning routine. In the mornings, one of the best things you can do is wake up around the same time every morning and get sunlight into your eyes for at least 10 minutes. Getting sunlight into your eyes, and no, I don't mean staring directly at the sun, but just being outside in general in sunlight will benefit your focus, metabolism, circadian rhythm, and energy levels. Dr. Andrew Huberman from the Huberman Lab podcast preaches how important a morning routine is, specifically balancing out your circadian rhythms and extending your dopamine throughout the day. He suggests getting sunlight into your eyes as close to waking time as you can. For some, if you wake up before the sun, turning on bright lights will be sufficient until the sun comes up. He also says to not drink your caffeine right away. Waiting at least 60 to 90 minutes will help release dopamine throughout the day without you feeling that afternoon crash. If your schedule allows it, work out before 11 a.m. and don't be exposed to bright lights after 8 p.m. Another great thing to add to your morning routine is either journaling, meditating, yoga, stretching, or some form of quiet time. You can also start writing down your daily list of what you need to do and prioritize your time. A nighttime routine is just as important as a morning routine. As Huberman suggests, for the morning routine where you wake up around the same time every day, you should aim for going to bed around the same time every night. It is highly important to get at least seven or eight hours of sleep for many health reasons. And once I started taking my sleep routine seriously, my skin not only looked better, I was more energized throughout the day, 
and overall I feel mentally better and I definitely don't have as much brain fog anymore because I was depriving myself of sleep. Now of course that also had to do lack of sleep had to do a lot with raising kids so if you are a new mom or soon to be a new mom yes you're gonna have a few years where you are sleep deprived however <laughs> my rule was when my kids napped then I would take a nap if if I needed to but a nighttime routine can be more about self-care so eating a nutritious dinner, drinking some decaffeinated tea, not being exposed to bright lights past 8 p.m., reading a book, yoga, journaling, writing out what you want to accomplish the next day, cleaning your house for a fresh start in the morning, listening to soft music, taking a bath or shower, doing your skincare routine, tucking your kids into bed, cuddling with your significant other, whatever you want to incorporate into your routine that will help you calm down and get ready for a great night's sleep you should do so what does your current morning routine look like what would your ideal morning routine look like how about your nighttime routine what does your current nighttime routine look like and what would your ideal nighttime routine look like i want to share with you something i wrote a few years ago that i still practice today and this is from simple cleaning routines for moms a cleaning routine can benefit your household as well as your mind. It will help simplify your life and allow you to have more freedom to do things you want. Creating a clean and organized environment takes time, patience, and self-reliance. If you start showing up for yourself and doing the everyday tasks you don't necessarily want to do, it will signal to your brain that you are reliable and you can do hard things. Functioning off of to-do lists causes my brain to be in a state of overwhelm, which yields procrastination and a hint of bitterness. I end up blaming my husband or my kids for never picking anything up or helping out when in reality, I haven't followed through with my plan of cleaning and organizing. Now, I'm not stating that your significant other or kids shouldn't help with the household chores at all. I delegate tasks out to my family, which creates more time for me to spend quality time with them. This is a cleaning routine I have developed that I use every day. It helps simplify my life and keeps my home organized in order for me to be the best version of myself. My kids are ages 8, 7, and 5, and so they are all in school currently. This is great for busy moms who need a quick morning and nighttime routine. This can also be altered for moms of newborns to preschool-aged kids. You have to tweak a few things, take some tasks out, or add in tasks that work for you and your family. Megan Francis states, quote, Cleaning and organizing are practices, not projects. End quote. My morning cleaning routine. Wake up earlier than everyone else. That was the best advice that my mother told me about from this woman at our church in our hometown. And I believe she had five kids. But somebody asked her what her best advice was. And she said, getting waking up early and getting yourself ready before your kids. And so I practice that every day. Um, and it makes such a huge difference. So wake up earlier than everyone else. Work out 
10 to 40 minutes, depending on if I have jiu-jitsu practice or a soccer game or hurling practice or a tournament or whatever. Turn dryer on to fluff clothes. Take shower, brush teeth, get dressed. Make coffee or tea. And again, I started waiting for coffee until after I dropped the kids off. So that is a good hour to hour and a half before I drink my caffeine. Make my bed, unload the dishwasher slash load dishes with excess items. Then I try to sweep the floors, wipe down bathroom countertops and toilets when necessary, empty trash cans when necessary, empty trash cans when necessary. Get things organized if kids are in school. And then when the kids wake up, we make breakfast and then they get dressed and make their beds and then brush teeth and then they get in the car and they when I wrote this they were a lot younger um, now they're pretty independent and they know they have their own morning routines and so it helps our mornings go rather smoothly for school which is awesome this is a good quote from Mandy Hale Quote, it's not selfish to love yourself, take care of yourself, and to make your happiness a priority. It's necessary. End quote. If you have a newborn or a child slash children who are not in school yet, you can totally still achieve a routine similar to this one. If you need to sleep in and wake up when the baby wakes up, by all means, listen to your body and do what is best for you. You can always allot 20 minutes to 60 minutes to do this quick cleaning routine when a child is napping. For example, if your eight-month-old child takes two naps a day, choose to work out, shower, and get dressed during the first nap and clean during the second nap. If you have multiple children who are infants or toddlers, create a safe space for them to play in for a little bit. Let them draw their favorite animals or build the biggest house they can out of blocks and break up the cleaning in minute slots. My kids will be occupied for 10 minutes while I unload the clothes in the dryer and fold them. Or if the children are eating, unload the dishwasher real quick. This isn't to create a to-do list to make you feel overwhelmed or stressed. Think about the results you want for the day and what you want for your home. I love having a clean and organized home. It creates a sense of calm and it allows us more freedom to do activities. If someone asks if they can come over and play, I'm not denying them because my house is a wreck and I'm not running around frantically trying to clean up as much as I can within 10 minutes, making it seem like I have my shit together. This creates a peace in my mind because I'm not feeling anxious or stressed out about being judged for my messy house if someone does decide to drop by. <laughs> Joshua Becker states, quote, the first step in crafting the life you want is to get rid of everything you don't, end quote. So this is a great nighttime cleaning routine. Plan an activity for your kids to keep them occupied or if they have homework, create a homework time. And this is especially good if you need to cook dinner. Sit down for dinner at a table, not in front of the TV. Have everyone, age appropriate, of course, help clear the table. Take 10 to 15 minutes to clean the kitchen. That includes countertops cleaned, dishwasher or dishes washed, put leftovers away. Create a nighttime kids routine. 
So that includes bath or shower, cut fingernails, clean ears, apply lotion, get pajamas on, pick up toys throughout the house, straighten up rooms, pick out clothes for the next day for kids, or read to your kids, or have your kids read before bed. Once kids are down for the night, finish cleaning the kitchen if necessary, sweep the floor, put one load of clothes into the washing machine, and if you need to, squeeze in a workout, do 10 to 40 minutes if you weren't able to do that in the morning, and then shower and put your pajamas on. Walk through the house and put items back into their quote-unquote homes. So if blankets are on the floor, fold them and place them in the blanket box or blanket ladder. Take the trash or recycling out when necessary. Clean one space that is unorganized. So that could be the pantry, that could be mail, a desk, a drawer in a desk, the garage, or somewhere that has a lot of clutter. And set a timer for 10 to 15 minutes to clean that one space. And then if you need, if you have animals, take care of the animals. We have a lot of animals. Um, so that includes feeding the cats, feeding the dogs, taking the dogs out, spraying the hermit crabs and feeding the hermit crabs. So if you need to add anything to it. <laughs> and then relaxing time. Enjoy the rest of the evening. So I, and that includes maybe doing your skincare routine or lighting a candle and reading a book or hanging out with your significant other. I, um, I like to throw in a load of laundry at night and if I have time to start drying it at night and then redry it in the morning if necessary and then that's when I do most of the folding of laundry. Um, so it helps keep laundry the stress of laundry at bay. But I, so again, I wrote this a couple of years ago, but I have still been able to successfully keep my house organized and clean with this cleaning schedule and with establishing daily routines. Now, like everything in life, it ebbs and flows. So sometimes my house can be a wreck. Um, of course, like shit is everywhere and it looks like a tornado has gone through it, but I have taken the time to declutter, 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 and get rid of things that we don't use, don't need. And that really has helped the cleanup time because everything has a home. And so even if my house is wrecked, it really does not take long. It takes, I think it was three hours tops to put everything up, clean everything, mop, sweep, vacuum, clean all the bathrooms, take the trash out. Um, but it's because I practiced this for so long. Decluttering helped me the most. Really getting elbow deep in the junk drawers, throwing out broken toys or missing piece toys, getting rid of half our kitchen appliances that we hadn't used in years. I started creating capsule wardrobes for everyone in my family. And I don't allow a plethora of toys in my house. Even if my house is a complete disaster zone, which is which it was all during Christmas break, it took a total of three hours to clean everything and put everything back in its home. Y'all, I seriously did not read the end of this <laughs> before I said it takes me three hours. I'm telling you, I have 
been practicing exactly what I've said for years and it helped. Oh my gosh. It's just, it's, it just has helped me so much. It, I don't get stressed out that easily with things that I have to do around the house. The biggest lesson I've learned is following through with doing what I planned on doing. If I say that I am cleaning the kitchen every night, even on the nights when I have worked all day or I have been up since 5 a.m. and all I want to do is go to sleep, I know my future self will wake up re-energized and feeling calm when I walk into a clean kitchen in the mornings. This helps create a sense of not catching up on housework all of the time. When I do a routine I don't want to do, I usually make a cup of tea or pour a glass of wine, turn on some music, or watch reruns of Gilmore Girls on my phone. Envision the kind of space you would like to create in your home. What do you want it to look like? Feel like? How do you feel when your house is dirty and you have a week's worth of laundry to do? How do you feel when you organize and clean your house? How do you want to feel about your space and environment? Get a clear idea of how you want to live in your home and start taking small steps towards that vision. Before you know it, you will create a space that you love and that is simple to keep clean and organized. Y'all, this goes for self-care morning and nighttime routines as well. What are things that you can incorporate for yourself in the mornings and at night? Because when our cups are filled up, then we have just so much more energy and we can give more to other people so we need to make sure that we're taking care of ourselves and meeting our our own needs all right that is all i have for y'all this week and i will talk to you next week bye thank you for listening to the mindset for mealtimes podcast If you enjoyed this podcast, I invite you to check out my Mindset for Mealtimes program over on MeritRollinsBrown.com. That's M-E-R-I-T-T-R-O-L-L-I-N-S-B-R-O-W-N.com. And if you need any additional support, feel free to DM me over on Instagram at... Merritt Rollins Brown.